Welcome, everybody, to the 15th episode of the Kicker's Corner podcast. This episode, I have Dominic Zavada from Arkansas State University. Um, he was an all-conference selection. He's a really good, consistent kicker. Um, he's going to be telling me about his experience in high school, um, what it was like to get recruited to ASU, and uh, how to become so successful and contribute such a big part to the team uh, in, as such a young age. So if you enjoyed, uh, make sure to share it if you feel the need. Uh, you know, follow me on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever you're listening to me on so you know when I post next. And let's get into the episode. All right, welcome everybody to the 15th episode of the Kicker's Corner Podcast. This afternoon, I have Arkansas State standout Dominic Zavada here. Tell me about his kicking experience and what up, whatever yep. else we can think of. So, Normally what I start off with is just uh, tell me what your high school specialist experience was like. Oh, man. Well, actually, my high school specialist experience was kind of a pull opposite of my college experience. Um, I mean, I went to a very small high school, so I was I was really only technically – I was really only specialist. Um, everyone else, you know, the snapper played – we didn't really have a – I mean, we had a snapper, but he also played defense. And then um, – you know, our holder was also a linebacker and stuff like that. And then our punter was also me. So I, I did I did all of that. Um, but if you go back and look at my high school stats, I didn't really do too well. Um, and that was – I don't want to say that – I mean, part, it's on me. But, um, you know, we never really focused on special teams in high school, for me at least. Um, it was kind of just go on your own and kick. Um, and to be fair, like, high schools, they don't, they don't really know exactly what to do with uh, specialists. Um, they're more, they're more focused on, you know, offense and defense, stuff like that, uh, which is cool. which is completely fine. Um, but uh, I never really felt like I got my full potential in high school. And I feel like that's why I've kind of thrived in college just because we have a lot more attention to detail in the specialist area um, in like field goal period and kickoff period and, we spend a lot more time um, in front of all the coaches and with people who actually know about kicking um, with them, them watching and breaking down our film and stuff like that. So I think uh, my high school experience, you know, it was, it was good. I really enjoyed playing, um, but you know, definitely college has been a lot better for me. Yeah, for sure. That's, I committed to doing NAIA school and I'm excited to just like go and actually yeah. get like that instruction all the time. So I, I definitely, it, really I mean, yeah, it's just like so much more in depth. Um, like they, they, I mean, it's their full-time job is, is working with the specialists. It's not just the head coach and then OCDC, um, for high school. It's, it's, you know, you have a, a coordinator, a special teams coordinator, and then you have special teams quality control coach. Um, and they and their basic, their, their main job is to break down your film and make sure that you're doing everything right and keeping you on the right path. So, um, they're, they're a huge help for me. Yeah, for sure. How big was the high school you went to? Like you said, it was small, but like how small? Oh yeah, so my my graduating class was eighty three people. Um, okay. I went to a, a private Christian school in uh, like somewhere like South Tempe, um, um, on the like kind of near um, Arizona State. Um, not quite in there, but in Tempe, and uh, yeah, so my school was about five hundred kids, and my graduating class was about eighty kids. So it wasn't very big. Um, our football team, most players played both sides of the ball. Um, and so, yeah, we only had a few coaches. Um, kind of just a smaller school, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of – that's um, 
so so far everybody I've talked to has kind of went to like a bigger high school and that's kind of that's where I came from there's yeah. like 80 kids in my class that that kind of thing yeah. we don't do like 3A yeah. and that kind of stuff but like mm-hmm. we're D6 in Ohio so that's one of the smaller ones mm-hmm. for sure but yeah no I, I mean like I like it because you, you get to know everyone pretty well and you have the same classes as everyone but at the same time, you kind of get sick of everyone by the time you're done with high school. So, I mean, I was kind of ready to get out of there. and um, But, yeah, I really enjoyed it. For sure. So, I guess I never really understood what um, – like, what is the job – I guess you you say, what's, like, the job description of a, like, quality – special teams quality control guy? Uh, So, we just hired a new one at Arkansas State. His name is um, Dakota Tillman. He came from one-on-one, um, and he's been really good so far. So the main job of the quality control coach, they're kind of like the assistant to the special teams coordinator, at least the special teams quality control coach. He's the assistant to the, the coordinator. He kind of puts together all the PowerPoints and all the, um, all the all the things that we go over in, like special teams meetings and stuff like that. Um, and they kind of they, – um, they're, they're the ones that are mainly working with us specifically, like the specialists specifically. The coordinators are working – they, they work with us, but the coordinator also works with uh, the returners and the, uh, you know, the line on punt and the, the guys who go down on kickoffs. So um, the special teams coordinator is more focused with that. And the uh, quality control coach is, you know, he kind of he, – he works with us one-on-one. He's down there when we're kicking and filming us. And then sending me clips of, you know, what I did good and what I did bad during the day and kind of just breaking down my film and helping me with my uh, with my uh, technique and stuff like that. And he does that with all the specialists. So it's very helpful for us. Um, and, yeah, that's that's mainly what a quality control coach does. He's been really cool. I got you. Yeah. So do you think coming or not do you think how big of a difference did it make going from not having um like a kicking coach on your football team to having one guy that's working with you every day? Well, it's, it's really nice. Um, uh, high school rules. I don't know how they are in Ohio, but high school rules in Arizona um, during the season, we're technically not supposed to meet with any outside uh, kicking coach or anything, anything like that during the season. So um we we would have to I'd have to send them film and film is just it, it it doesn't really do the same thing especially when they're not there in person um, just because you can't really fix anything that day or work on like multiple things at once it's kind of like you send the film that night and then they kind of tell you what they want you to fix and then you try and fix it the next time and then it's kind of a repeating cycle um, whereas uh, having someone in person. Um, watching you and knowing what they're talking about um, kind of just just helps helps a lot more during the season and uh, when I'm in the off season in high school I'd work with Steve Roush and he and he's been he's been such a blessing for me just you know helping me not only with my kicking but with my recruiting and stuff like that too um, and he's been he's been really good but you know I can't use him during the season so when you're in season you're a little stuck if you're having a you know a bad bad couple games and kind of just getting your head a little bit um, whereas here, you know, you have someone who's always on top of you, making sure that you're, you're, you know, you're doing the right thing. You're planting in the right spot and you're swinging up through the ball. Um, it's just, it's just really helpful. Um, you know, in high school, you don't really get that resource, which is fine. Nobody really gets that 
Um, so it's kind of just how well do you manage on your own? Yeah, I got you. So um, when you were in the off season, then did you have like a local guy in your area that would help you out? That was just like independent or did you always stay with like a company like Coles or that kind of thing? Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, uh, Steve, Steve Roush really worked with me a lot. Um, I'd go to him mainly for uh, my kicking and stuff like that. We kick every Saturday together um, in the off season. Um, and, you know, he's, he's like, such a great mentor to me and I, I sent him all my film and I talked to him more about I talked to him about more than just football I talked to him about life and stuff like that too so um and then I work with AZ kicking and training I mainly work with them for uh lifting they they've got really good uh special like specialist uh style lifting where they they focus a lot on legs and hips and uh abs and I mean they, they focus on arms too but they're um, they're very, very, uh, driven to, um, you know, just help you get as much power you can in terms of kicking and punting. Um, and then I don't know if you know who Adam, Adam Sinalski is, you probably do. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I go to his camps a lot. Um, and then when he's down in Arizona, I work with him. He's been really good. He, he, he helped me get to Arkansas state. Um, he's been really helpful for me. And then, you know, everyone goes to Coles and stuff like that. And they've been really good, just a good, good camp exposure. Um, but they haven't really done much for me. I don't think in the recruiting area, but it's definitely been, they've definitely been a help. For sure. Yeah. I have a guy in my area that I was kind of blessed with whose kid or his kid, like, I guess in the nineties went and kicked at Ohio state. And so he knows what he's talking about, but I, yeah. I don't know if the rule, I don't know if I broke yeah, the rule or it, not, if that, Maybe I did, but I worked with him. Like, yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So uh, we, just, we we would like, yeah, yeah. So going from like Arizona to Arkansas State, did you see any like outside of football? Like, was there any sort of like culture shock for you at all? Um, I'm in a little bit. I mean, I came from like a suburb right outside the city. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was kind of used to having everything like being within like a 30 minute drive at, at most, like mm -hmm. if I wanted to go somewhere, if I wanted to go to a specific store, want to get specific food, I could go do that. But here it's a town of maybe 60,000 people, which is a lot, but it's got nowhere near the size. Um, and like when we travel, we've got to drive an hour and a half to Memphis just to get on the plane. Um, so that that's it was just like kind of just moving to a smaller town and then once you leave once you leave the city um it's just nothing it's literally just the middle of nowhere and you won't get phone service you won't get anything and i don't know i i didn't really find that it wasn't like a culture shock it was just kind of it was just different you know and then like the summers here are in my opinion way worse than in arizona like i can deal with the summer in arizona and everyone thinks that like arizona heat is like the worst thing in the world but it's really not it's a dry heat, and then here you walk outside during the, the middle of summer, and you just you feel disgusting. Like you just want to take a shower, and it's just horrible. Like I hate the summers here, but um, no real culture shock. I mean, like living with I didn't really I never really lived with a roommate either. Going to college for the first time was a little weird. I mean, everyone has a little culture shock when they go to college, just because you you're on your own, and you know, for the first couple months, I was like, wow, like 
I'm really on my own. Like I, 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 I'm, I'm not with my parents anymore. Like I got to figure, I got to figure stuff out. Um, so I was a little, it was a little struggle in the beginning, but after a while you get used to it. Um, and right now I think I'm doing pretty good, um, living on my own, but, uh, you know, I get to go home every once in a while. So that's good. Um, I call my parents every once in a while. So, you know, everything, everything's doing all right. You kind of get in a routine once you're here. Um, everything's pretty, it's, it's all pretty normal to me at this point. So. Yeah, I see. So do you ever, um, not, well, I won't say regret. So is being that far from home, like, uh, I guess maybe an issue for you or no, or is that, I guess that'd be something you would have figured out during your um, Well, I mean, I kind of look at it, I kind of look at it like, um, you know, I, I, I mean, it's like far from home, obviously. It's about a 20-hour drive. It's about a four, three-hour flight. Um, but, I mean, I I don't know. I've never really, never really thought about, like, what I would do if I was closer to home. Like, I feel like it would still feel the same. Like, I'm away from home. I can't really get home. Um, and I've kind of got the mindset, like, like um, I've got to, like, I'm, I'm far enough from home where it's just like, all right, well, I'm here, like, no, not going home anytime soon. So there's no point in even thinking about, you know, home or anything like that. I just got to focus on what I'm doing here. Um, and uh, I don't, I don't, I really do like it here. And I think um, the football here and the coaches and all that stuff kind of make you look past like homesickness or anything like that. Cause of the amount of like respect you have for them and the amount of love they pour into you and stuff like that. So the, the things that you do here, like school and football, and friends kind of distract you from the fact that you're so far from home. Okay. Yeah, I see. I see. So when you were going through your recruiting process, that wasn't really something you were thinking about? No, no. To be honest, I was just trying to find a home. Um, I I was looking, I mean, I got, I got, I had three, three offers, two, two official offers. The third one was a little bogus, but um so I had an offer from Arkansas State and then I had an offer from Marshall. And I mean, I, I'm, I don't want to say like I would have gotten more offers, but I probably would have gotten more offers if I didn't commit to Arkansas State, like right as I got the offer. But um, I had I also had an offer from uh, UC Berkeley, but I'm not exactly sure what happened there. It was it was a little weird. Um, they wouldn't let me post on Twitter or anything like that. And it was just it was just weird. Um, but as soon as I got, I like, I, I knew because I'd been in contact with Arkansas State for about like six months. And I was like, yeah, if I get an offer here, like, this is where I want to go. Because I, I knew that I wasn't going to get much better than this um, at the time, just because, you know, my high, like I said, my high school stats weren't that great. And all I really had was my camp film um, riding, riding on me, or uh, I, I was only riding on my camp film. So um, I, I knew if I got this, I, I would kind of be ready to go. And, so uh, if I would have gone to Marshall, that would have been even further. Um, and that that's in like West Virginia. And that's, that's just way out there in <laughs> terms of from Arizona to West Virginia. So, um, and no, I, I, I didn't really, I, I kind of wanted to get out of state too. Um, I, I didn't really want to go play. I mean, I, obviously I would have wanted to play ASU or U of A, but um, I knew I wasn't going to get that. So I, I was uh, – and I was just like, I got to get out of here for a little bit. So um, Arkansas State was definitely, like, a really good choice for me. Well, that's good to hear. Yep. Sometimes I hear about guys that, like, just went somewhere to go somewhere and they don't, like, 
they they see the football and then they look past everything else and then they're just like stuck or they transfer for a year and that just that kind of yeah yeah I I don't know I like I really like it here so there's no point in me transferring right now um just because um I mean I really like it here uh and like I see my parents enough where I'm not like I need to be home all the time um but some and things might change in the future um but right now you know i'm 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 chilling where i'm at and you know, i do see people on twitter where they they go to one school and then transfer right after their freshman year and that's either because they had a great year and they're going to a bigger school or they had a bad year and they got to go to a smaller school um but right now I'm, I'm really happy where i'm at and i don't i don't need things to change right now that's good to hear for sure so when yeah. you're yeah so when you're going through your um recruiting process they i always hear the cliche like Jamie Cole would say it all the time is enjoy your process. Do you enjoy your recruiting process? Oh yeah, I definitely did. Um, I, I, I didn't really have the mindset like a lot of other people did, I think on their visits. Like I, I went to schools not really realizing that the coaches were like kind of riding on you being there too. Like I just looked at it as the coaches were giving me this opportunity and I just had to kind of, you know, be as respectful and be as nice and, you know, as I could. Um, I did, I did really enjoy my recruiting process though. Cause I went to, I went to plenty, plenty of schools and, you know, take, took photos and took tours and stuff like that. And it was a lot of fun. Um, and I really do, I do, I did enjoy that summer of just kind of going school to school and seeing what they're like, but, um, uh, yeah, I did really enjoy it. For sure. Yeah. Mine was, I didn't, you know, recruiting it to me at least was kind of, uh, I guess I wouldn't say strange, but maybe I didn't know what to expect, but sometimes the, yeah, me yes, either. Yeah, it's hard to like get into the mind of the coaches, you know, cause you really never know what they're thinking. I think that was right. the biggest thing for me. Yeah. And like, I mean, I didn't start kicking until my junior year of high school. So a lot of these kids were already kind of knew what was going on. They already had coaches contacts, you know, since their freshman sophomore year. And I was kind of getting into the game late. So I, I was really kind of clueless going into all this, like what, what to expect or um, what to what I'd be seeing or what I'd be doing um, and what the coaches would be thinking about me and stuff like that. So um, if I would go back, I wouldn't really change anything I did. I would just have like a little more fun with it. You know what I mean? Like I was mm-hmm. just so like nervous about making a good impression that I kind of lost sight of the fact that, you know, I'm here and this is like a dream for a lot of people and I should be enjoying this. That's a good way to think about it. That's kind of the way I got stuck too. I was like, um, with with some of them where I could kind of feel like they were inviting me maybe just in case like somebody else didn't commit. I was kind of like, Oh, I got to really like make them remember me or that kind of thing. So I I agree with you. That's definitely something I would have, I would have went back and did a little bit differently for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I do have to ask you since I'm not an Ohio state fan, but uh, everybody around me is. So what was it like playing in the shoot? Oh, well, it was my second game of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll kind of talk about my first game first. So my first game was against was at home against Grambling State, um, and that was probably I I always say it was the perfect first game for me because I was I was like terrified, and I mean it's just it's just going into college. Um, you know I had a really good fall camp, and that's how I got the starting spot. But even though even though I had a good fall camp, I was still kind of like nervous and um. For the first game, I had only seven PATs. I didn't kick any field goals. So it was a really, really easy kind of confidence-boosting game. 
especially since the next game I'd be going to the shoe. Um, and so, yeah. So after the, after the Grambling game, I immediately was like, all right, got to lock in like this entire week. I'm not thinking about anything, but the Ohio state game. And, uh, yeah. So like all week during practice, I was really confident because, because uh, the Grambling game, I had, had a great game and I was like, yeah. So I, I mean, I can, I can kick in there. And, um, but as the week got, uh, as, as, you know, we got closer to the game, I started becoming a little more nervous and I'm like, ah, crap, like hundred thousand people. That's a, that's a lot of people. Um, and then I heard somewhere that it was sold out and I was like, oh, that's just, that's just perfect. Like <laughs> perfect. And, um, so we, Friday comes and, you know, we go through our walkthroughs and we eventually get on the plane and, and fly over to Columbus and uh, I wasn't at the time. I was still like kind of thinking about it, but I was like, "All right, I, like we still have one night, and you know, I can, I, I still have a lot of time to kind of mentally prepare." So we get to Columbus, and we're in the uh, in the dining room, and we're eating. And the coach is like, "In exactly twenty four hours, or something like that," or he said, "No, he said like, um, he said like fifteen hours will be will be starting the first quarter." And that was during dinner, and it was because it was a morning game, and I was like, shoot, like, it's a morning game. Like, I, I got to wake up and then basically head to the stadium right after I wake up. So um, I was kind of freaking out. Uh, and then I go to sleep, wake up, and then we get on the bus, we head over to the stadium. And uh, one of my one of my coaches who uh, just recently left and went to New Mexico State, he, he was really, really like a mentor to me here. His name was Coach Garth. Um, he kind of saw that I was struggling, pulled me to the back of the bus and, and kind of talked to me. It was like, man, it's like the same thing everywhere you go. It's the same sticks. It's the same, same holder, same snapper everywhere you go. It's, it's, you know, you've been, you've been, you've proved yourself time and time again. You know, why is this any different? And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like it's, it's nothing different. It's just bigger crowd, but that doesn't really matter. So um, at that point I'm, I'm like kind of feeling good. Like I'm ready for this. So you know, we're driving, we drive through the campus and everyone's kind of giving us the finger and booing us and stuff like that. Cause I see our buses going through. And I mean, it was just a crazy experience. Unlike everything I've ever, ever seen or been a part of. Um, and just kind of driving through all their tailgates and stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, warming up was fine. It was just normal because no one's really in the stadium when you're warming up, but then uh, we go back to the locker room and kind of wait for everything else to start. And as we're sitting in the locker room, uh, I can hear outside the Ohio chant, like the O-H-I-O. And it's just like kind of, um, I don't know how to describe it, but it was just, it kind of freaked the crap out of me. Because I was like, man, that, that's loud. And like, I'm inside, like I'm underground right now because the locker room's underground and you can hear it pretty well. And so um, eventually our coach, Coach Jones, was like, all right, time to take the field. He gives us our speech, or he gives us his speech, and he uh, we walk out the field. And as we're walking out, you can kind of, you kind of, as you're walking through the tunnel, you kind of, you know, you start to see the crowd and stuff like that. And I'm just like, oh, that's a lot of red. And I'm just like, oh man. And um, we're kind of waiting at the at the beginning of the tunnel to, for them to announce us to run out, and. Uh, as we run out, everyone's booing us and you can't hear anything. It's just so loud. And, you know, everyone's booing us and we're all like, ah, like, yeah, bring it sort of thing. 
And so, um, but it was a crazy experience. And, and obviously getting to kick four field goals in that game um, was definitely just the perfect way to, to start the season and kind of push me into the, the, the rest of the season. And, you know, after I, after that game, I was kind of like, all right, well, if I can go kick in that, I can kick in anything. Um, and so I kind of felt unstoppable after that game. Um, and it was really cool to also meet uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. and uh, CJ Stroud. So, um, I don't know. It was just a crazy day. Uh, I don't really remember much from that day. Uh, it was kind of like a blackout, to be honest. Um, but my friend, um, Webbs, Webbsley ETN, he has a YouTube channel called uh, Beyond Reality, and he, he filmed the whole experience. And he's on the team, and he, he filmed the whole travel experience. Um, so it's just cool to go back to that and kind of relive those moments. Man, you're a good storyteller. I don't know what you're majoring in, but you should write a book or something someday. Should I? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's like, man, I don't have any words for that. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy, crazy day. And then the next week we go play Memphis, and it's like they play in the Liberty Bowl. So it's the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. It's the exact same feeling. They have, I mean, they have 60,000 people, but, I mean – you can't really tell the difference. It's just right. loud and loud. Yeah. And that game was even that game was even louder because just because it was a close game, um, and it came right down to the wire. Um, and I, of course we lose, but you know, <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy couple of games. So. Yeah, well, for sure. So obviously you were a first team All Conference and Amer All American. You only missed one field goal all season. So like, what is I guess you want to repeat that same performance, but is there a way that you could beat that this coming season, you think? Well, I mean, the uh, what people would say is, oh, just don't miss a kick. Um, but, I mean, it's kind of – I'm kind of just looking at it as it taking one kick at a time. Um, I just want to, you know, do the best I can at every opportunity I get. Um, I'm kind of just – I don't know, because uh, I'm I don't I'm not sure what the plan is for me if I'm doing kickoffs this year or if I'm just gonna stick with field goals. Um, so I'm not I'm not exactly sure, and uh, but I think just just being able to do the best I can in every opportunity that I get, um, I think that'll that'll eventually over the course of the season, I think you know being able to say yeah I, I improved from last season, I think I'll be able to say that. Okay, so do you think that really sticking to that mentality of one kick at a time is what made you so successful? Yeah, I think just just one kick at a time, and as soon as that kicks over, you're 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 focused on the next one. Um, but I, I mean, at the beginning of the season, I wasn't looking like, oh man, we got a long season ahead. I'm just looking at one game at a time, one kick at a time. That's that's how I that's how I looked at it. Okay, I got you. So do you have if you could go back and tell like. Dom going into fall camp, one piece of advice about, I guess, football or college, what do you think you tell him? Um, I mean, for me right now, it's, it's, it's body language. And uh, I mean, during the season, during games, of course, I didn't really miss a whole lot, but during practice and stuff like that, I missed a bunch. And, um, and that's why you practice is to get better. But uh, for me, if I'd missed like a couple in a row, um, I'd, I'd start to throw a little fit. And, um, you know, nobody ever likes looking at their kicker and seeing that they're, um, you know, throwing a fit um, while they're kicking. So 
Uh, I think for me, it's just, you know, even if you miss, you, you just don't blink, you focus on the next one and you just kind of try to forget it. Got you. So, um, obviously you're not the only specialist on the roster. Do you feel good? Like, do you feel like all you guys specialists are really tight knit, even though you're competing against each other? Oh, do you have a good culture? Over absolutely. There? Absolutely. Um, I mean, we were the number two ranked special specialist unit in the country last year. Um, and that doesn't just come from, you know, me and Ryan Hansen and Jack Bullard. And, uh, you know, that doesn't come from just the starters, you know. Um, we're a very tight group. Um, and we we build – we have a lot of chemistry together. You know, we're hanging off, off the field. And, you know, in fact, we're going to hot yoga in about an hour and a half. And uh, we just do a lot of, a lot of things <laughs> – we do a lot of things outside the outside the field and outside of practice together. And I think that's what makes us so good is that we're so tight and we love each other and stuff like that, that, you know, we, we trust each other. And, um, and I've heard of examples of other places where, you know, they're not like that and they, they kind of hate each other just because, you know, one, one kid is above the other or one kid starting and one kid's not, and they hate each other because of it. Um, that's not the case here. And, you know, I really, I, I truly love like all my brothers on the, on the specialist unit. And um, I think that's what makes it so good. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely excited to get into an environment like that. I guess I don't know if we're all going to oh, yeah. mess with each other or not, but in high yeah, school. Well, I, I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. yeah I was just ahead. lucky to, uh, yeah. I was just lucky to kind of come into that and it was, it was already like a tight, tight group. And I just kind of was, blessed to be able to join in so like that so yeah for sure in high school I was also the I was the punter kicker and kickoff guy I'm not really I'm not yeah. very good at kicking at all but um, punting is more of my strong suit but it was yeah. um you know it, it was nice having like even though your quarterback's your holder and your center's your long snapper you're they're always pulling for you you know yeah 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 it's nice but it's also yeah that, like that's nice when you have like um, you know, the quarterback holding three and stuff like that. But, um, you know, they're also doing their thing during practice. And so it's nice when all the specialists are together on the sideline uh, during practice waiting for a specialist unit or specialist uh, period. Um, we get to just kind of grow even more. And there's never really a time when we're not together. Yeah, for sure. So when you guys go through camp, is there one, like, I guess maybe drill or conditioning drill that you just like, you hear the coach say you're going to do it and you're just like, like you just hate doing. <laughs> well, um, we just got done with winter conditioning. Uh, the first time I've done it here and uh, definitely, I mean, not my, not my least favorite, but um, we have this thing called fourth quarter program. Um, and it's basically just a bunch of, uh, drills that are really fast paced and it's about it's about 25 minutes of just non-stop uh drills and uh, you have to be very precise and you know if you don't put your hand down if you don't put the right hand down or if you go on two whistles instead of three whistles or you don't go fully around the cone um you get a check and uh the amount of checks you have at the end of the session you have to run that amount of gassers and so it doesn't only doesn't only uh you know um What's the word? It doesn't only challenge you uh, physically, but it challenges you mentally. To be, are you able to focus for a certain amount of time while being put under a lot of physical stress? And um, so, I mean, it's just it's just something to be used to. 
Um, and it definitely was not my favorite. Another thing I hated was the prowlers. I don't know if you've ever done prowlers, but uh, those things will make you those things will make you throw up um, after you do them for a while. So um, not not definitely not my favorite. You know, definitely being a specialist, you're not the most fit. So um, you kind of have to try your hardest with what all the other guys are doing. So. <laughs> Yeah, I got you. I'm, I did soccer in high school along with football, so I guess I was probably as fit as I could be. But unfortunately for me, that was still not in the grand scheme of things. Very yeah, no, these dudes all. are lifting like, <laughs> yeah, these dudes are benching 350, three fifty, three hundred, three hundred pounds, and running like four. Hold on, my AirPods just died. Um, can you hear me? Yeah. You can hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, so, I mean, these dudes are lifting, like, 400 pounds and running, like, really fast, and I'm just kind of here, a kicker, just trying to make it through, so. <laughs> yeah. So when you get in that type of situation, are you just trying to, like, um, compete with yourself, or do you compete with anybody else or that kind of thing? I guess I'm talking weight room specifically. Um. Yeah, so – I mean, I kind of just go to the back. Like, we, we there's a bunch of racks, and I just kind of run to the, the back rack, and whoever joins me is kind of with me. Um, I mean, our specialists are even pretty strong. I, th- I think I'm one of the, the, the I don't want to say weaker, but less strong players on the team. Um, so, I mean, I kind of feel bad whoever I get put with because we got to, you know, <laughs> take off all the plates and then put on one plate for me or, you know, just we got to take off all this weight and then put it back on for them. I always feel bad for them, but. You just got to do what you got to do, I guess. Yeah, I got you. So what's the gear like? Well, we actually get some good gear here. Um, I don't have any of it. It's all in the dirty clothes, in my dirty clothes hammer right now. But um, we get a lot of good stuff. We get we get good, we get cool shoes. We get, like, boosts because we're Adidas-sponsored. Um, and, like, our travel suits are really cool. Um, and we get a lot of good, a lot of cool gear, a lot of, t-shirts and shorts and stuff like that and a couple hoodies and big jackets and stuff like that so not no short of gear here um i wish they'd give us more shoes but you know it is what it is do you sneak your head oh yeah you want to see my i mean i got i got a little oh i got on here i've got um oh these these jordans i don't remember exactly what they are Mm-hmm. I've got those. I've got these Yeezys right here. These waffle ones. These dunks I just got. They're pretty cool. And then I got a pair of Jordans down here. Um, and then I got a couple more. I got a couple more on the way. Um, but those are just the ones that I have here. I have a few more at home. Um, yeah, but pretty solid. Yeah. 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 I got here. I'll pull them out. You got a good pair. A good amount. Uh, these ones are my favorite. I got these sub hair sevens. Oh yeah. And then I got these Air Maxes. Those two are my favorite. I don't wear them much, but so I'm not trying to get you in trouble or anything. But you know, what are the chances you think you could slide me a Red Bull shirt? Oh man, I mean, yeah, I can definitely slide you one if you want. Um, just send me your address, and I'll, I'll definitely slide you one. All right, I got you. I got you. Bet, bet, yeah. So I think things about to well, run out of time because I don't have Zoom Premium, but I'll ask you straight. one more thing. So, um, 
going back to just, I guess, your college, college experience in general so far, is there anything you would change? No, man, I, I really love it. I really love um, all my friends and, you know, I'm, I'm just having a blast here right now. Uh, not only in football, just, but just, you know, how college is and stuff like that. You get to have a lot of fun. Um, and so I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really change anything about it. Um, and I, I don't know. I just, I just love it, man. I got you. So do you think you're able to balance like a social life with your football? Absolutely. Especially since most, of, I mean, most of my friends play football as well, so they get it. Um, you know, we're able to, uh, hang out outside of practice and stuff like that. And we kind of go around our, our own schedule because we're on the same schedule. So, um, you know, we hang out mostly, you know, at night or on the weekends and during the week, during the day, we're all at the facility working out or practicing and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I think it's, it's pretty easy for me to balance it just because most of my friends are on the football team. Yeah, I got you. Well, all right. I appreciate you hopping on with me this afternoon, man. You know, I'm trying appreciate to, you, man. Yeah, I'm trying to get some more uh, higher profile uh, interviewees oh, on here. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think you're one of those. So I, I appreciate you taking time out of your day to sit down and talk to me. I appreciate you, man, for reaching out. Yeah. Heck yeah, you've got a good thing going. Yeah, I appreciate it for sure. Yeah. Big thank you to Dom for hopping on the pod with me today. Um, you know, it's always great to uh, hear about the experiences from these guys, but then also try to understand the technical bit a little bit. As, um, you know, for myself personally and for maybe any young kicker that's listening, uh, you can get a lot of advice from these guys that clearly know what they're doing as they're balling out at such a high level. So it's always really interesting to understand um, the mechanics each player has and, you know, compare that to yours, how different is it. So, yeah, great episode, really productive episode today. Um, once again, thank you to Dom for taking some time out of his day. He's going to be a great player. I'm really excited to watch him this upcoming season. So, yeah, I guess my advice to today, for today would be uh, try to go outside because it's nice. And, uh, you know, you got to do everything like it's the last time you're ever going to do it. So live your life with passion, and uh, you're going to be a very successful person. So uh, take care, brush your hair.